episode 124 of the morgan official core feed podcast and i am arturo padilla the guy behind the face and with me always is mr nick valdez tex how are you man oh man howdy arturo howdy everybody so you know when when you're listening to this at home everybody it's already first week of october you're full on and spooky season getting ready for halloween but when we're recording this we're still in that little leap space in between like the last week of september and the first week of October. So, but thankfully, yep. in our coming attractions, we've got a lot of horror stuff to look forward to. So, uh, first, let's just jump right in, Arturo. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first thing uh, of our coming attractions is we got the trailer for The Last of Us. So, it's based on that that PS4. Well, no, it was first a PS3 game. Yes, now, it, then it was a PS4 game. Now it's a PS5 game because they've remastered it like a yep. billion times. But yeah, now they're making a live action series based on that, and. I'm in. It looks dope. Pedro Pascal. You got Mando in there. You got little girl from Game of Thrones, who yeah, I forget awesome. her name, but she was like queen of the North, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah she uh, was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Like, honestly, I haven't played the video game or know anything. Like, I know of the video game. I don't know exactly right. what it's about. Um, but just by the, the look of the trailer, this looks awesome, man. This looks like it looks well done. It looks captivating. Um, yeah. It looks is like it, they definitely put the money in. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Is it a mini series? Is it like a limited series? Or I, I don't think so. Like, it's, is, so, is it like a season thing? Yeah, because like the the game the game is long. Okay. And and like a show could be long too, you know. And especially given like how far like the franchise goes, like in the actual series. Yeah. So like the the thing that everyone should be excited about first of all is that you know it's another zombie show technically. Um, except the, in the game, the whole thing is like there's spores. If I remember correctly, it's these spores that basically sprout like these big funguses. Yeah, that, so, the end credit at, at the end of yeah, the trailer right there, it showed yeah, something so, like that. That, that looked pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, they're called like clickers, I believe, if I remember right, you know, and it's like this fungus zombie thing that people turn into. And it's kind of like Quiet Place in that like they they listen to sounds and attack based on sounds. All right. And so the game is about these these characters named Joel and Ellie who find each other in all this and basically just survive together through. Oh, so it's not like a like a father daughter thing. No, like kind of thing. You'll you'll see why. Like it, okay. it, it it all happens very early on, but like okay, um, cool. it if they it, this all looks like it's directly picking up from the game, and so it's perfect for people like us who like know of it, but would never catch ourselves having the time to play it. You know, like oh, yeah. imagine having time for like a twenty hour game. You know, like I wish that was back in the day. That was a long <laughs> yeah. time ago in a galaxy far, far away. You know, yeah. <laughs> So this will be a way. This will be our way of like checking it out. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, it looks good. Um, I'm excited. Uh, when is it coming out? Soon. 
it's one of those it's it's next An October year thing, i think right? it's slated yeah so like we'll just wait wait and see it looks um, good though speaking of wait and see we have the the trailer for mike flanagan's next thing with netflix yes the, the midnight club Yes, um, and to be honest with you, Tex, this this last trailer that just dropped um, is definitely – it shines a whole new light on the show for me. I'm excited about it. it yeah. Lo- it, it looks it, good. It, it looks like a uh, – are you afraid of the dark? Uh, that's that's exactly Jace, what right? I was going to say. Yeah, yes. um, and I'm down for that. I thought it was going to be a bit more gothic when we first saw the actual um, – the first teaser trailer, right? Like it was very right. like hush hush. You didn't get anything but that little line they say at the end of the trailer there, um, where they, uh, you know, just say, you know, that uh, line they tell each other when they toast. I, I, I think that's gonna be it. Yeah, it's their, it's their, you know, midnight society. Are you afraid yeah, of the dark? Little yeah. slogan, um, right? Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what was it? Submit for your, uh, for your approval by the Bidnet Society, right? Yes, but, yes. Um, uh, but yeah, so it looks fun. I definitely really enjoyed the way they laid out the trailer. Um, yeah. They picked a good song. Um, they dated it by using that song. So, like, I'm guessing it's going to be in the 90s, um, you know, which is awesome. I'm wondering about that, too, because, like, you know, as we know from Flanagan, he, he has a thing for, like, a metaphorical ghosts. And yes. ghosts of people's past. Yes, more so, ghost stuff here for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm looking at this trailer. I'm like, yeah, there are a lot of ghosts looking like a lot of creepy stuff. But like, is this going to be like all, all someone's in someone's head? Is it going to be actual ghosts? Like, what are we in for here? You know I, I mean? don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It looks fun. Um, yeah. That's at least what I got out of the latest trailer because yeah, I true. thought it was going to be true. this boring kind of, it, you know. It looks different, right? Hoity-toity looks... kind of horror gothic stuff that he was trying to peddle, you know, when he first uh, jumped onto the Netflix uh, contract with, um, what was it, uh, um, uh, Hill House. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. It's Flanagan. Um, I right. am hoping we get another Flanagan uh, kind of movie after this. I, you know, let's go for like a little shorter story <laughs> this time around, you know. So I am excited about it. Like I said, this new trailer d- definitely made this a lot more digestible. It looks more right. digestible than his other stuff as well, right? It looks it like you looks... can just jump in and just kind of like enjoy it, you know? Yeah, we're not we're not going to be spending like 10 hours really investigating each and every episode, you know, it'd be like heavy shit. So, but then again, who knows, who knows? right? Like, yeah, who knows? So, speaking of not knowing shit uh, <laughs> or not knowing oh, things, boy, right? Oh boy, this one. So, M. Night Shyamalan, who still has a career after old, we got the first trailer for Knock at the Cabin, his next big movie. Uh, it's got Dave Bautista in it as, like, the lead, uh, you know, the lead star, kind of, like, the big name drawing people towards it, you know? I guess, and yeah. I, I, um, I mean, listen, um, <laughs> it's like you said, Tex, I'm surprised Mr. M. Night has a job still after old, right? He still um, does, so somehow, I, um, yeah. I'm glad Batista is flexing his muscles because I know he likes to kind of, you know, see how how dynamic his range is. So I'm I'm happy for him that, that he can put this on his resume because we all know there's a bunch of actors out there who believe in the M Night name who you know have him down on his resume somewhere because they were like, oh, this has to be a good movie. Um, it's M Night, you know, it's gonna have a cool twist. Um, yeah, th- that's true. A lot yeah, of stars end up lot. falling into that that whole like yeah um, know, yeah. But uh, tech. <laughs> Uh, in terms of like the actual plot, like it looks like we have Batista and like three other 
people just kind of pretty much invading this cabin, right? Yeah, it's like it's a home like invasion a, of Jace kind of movie, right? It looks like a you know a home invasion. What is okay? You might know the movie off the top of your head, but it, I, it's like I, something games. I'm probably thinking of the wrong thing. Where it's like those two people invade the house with the family. Oh, and that's the one. Them. That's the one with uh, the remake with Naomi Watts in it. What's it called? Um, is that another Naomi Watts remake? Yes. Go back and listen to Good yes. Night Mommy. Our conversation on that. We just talked about, but yeah. So it's giving me that vibe where they like invade the house and then force them to do all these things, right? So like the, the this trailer, Funny he's games. like, oh. There we go. It is funny games. Yes. Okay. So in this one, you know, he's like, we're forcing you to make a choice, you know, otherwise the it's the end of the world. And so I, is the choice going to be like, oh, we have to kill one of you or like we kill your kid or, you know, it's, but I, I'm getting funny games vibes. Off yeah. Of that, you know? I'm getting funny vibes, period, off this movie. It's just, uh. I know. I can't trust it, right? It's, a, it's like, another <laughs> End Night movie, Tex. We've gone yeah. through this before many times, you know. Our, yeah. um, our last effort, you can go back into the archives, was uh, with Old. It was just in shambles, that thing. It was It's yeah. unwatchable, you know, honestly. It, it sucks, too, because, like, he, he's done good stuff, right? Like, Glass was fine. Yeah, was yeah, dope, the split glass yeah. thing he did was cool, but I think that's a testament to the actors he had involved, you know? That's very um, true. And it wasn't very like, it, and it seems like he had this already kind of written up when he did Unbreakable um, and the kind of the, the course of his story in this universe he was doing. So Very true. Um, but, like, besides that, like, um, I know he, he wrote uh, Devil, which was an awesome movie that he did not direct, which was great in that capacity. Like he's, I've said this before, he's good in the capacity of actually writing something, but it seems yeah. like every time it's up to him, if it's up to him to execute at the end, you know, it's it just falls apart. I'm I'm hoping it's different for this one. He has a, a decent looking cast there. Uh, Jonathan Groff is in it, which is cool. Which I'm waiting for Mindhunters 3, Jonathan. Season 3, man. Can't wait for that. Yeah, RIP. I but, know, uh, RIP. RIP to the real one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Um, he has Batista, like you said. Th that little girl looks to be kind of legit in in the little bit of acting I saw um, in there. So she looks fine. I mean, that's that's the thing too, right? It's a kid actor, and it's a lot weighing down on that kid. And as we've seen in old, M Night isn't great at kid <laughs> actors or directing them. So like, I mean, that like, listen, I, like that's, we, we can't that's really say sucks, that because right? <laughs> Sixth Sense was dealing with J uh, with uh, Haley Joel Osment, you know, God, and you know, okay. other kid. That's that's so fair. He that's made fair. his bones directing a kid, you know, and he actually kind of just he's been dealing with them too, like ever since then, like in the Sixth Sense and Unbreakable on the guy's son, oh, right? Yeah, and he's signs, there um, yeah. in Signs as well. So he he has dealt with that. It's just. His writing and his, uh, I guess his uh, his choices and his lack of execution um, in the last what fifteen years maybe it's been a, right? it's been a long yes. stretch, Arturo. It's dude, been it's it's been a notable stretch, since, right? To the point. <laughs> a lot of people might say since the happening. Some might say since the village. Um, and, I think, and both would be fair. And both like, on, and both is a very valid valid argument um i think the village is the one where it started like hey mister what are you doing I would, but then I would he agree. did signs after the village right yeah he yeah. did signs after the village and i enjoyed signs i have to say so um See, and that's that's the problem yeah. with m night right so like i think that's why he keeps getting to make movies because eventually there's always that chance right 
<laughs> yes, eventually we're going to get a split. Eventually we're going to get a signs. We're going to get a sixth sense, you know, unbreakable. Like, there are, like, that's what sucks, Arturo. When he's good, it's a good movie. But when you know? he's bad, for instance, <laughs> old. Old <laughs> yeah. is, like, if you go back to the archives and listen to the old thing, we break it down completely. Old was a story he he wrote during, uh, I think, uh, the pandemic or even, like, before that. So he had and that it felt for like a it. while. It certainly um, felt like oh, it. Dude, yeah. it felt super dated. And then he made the, the awful casting choices because we all know there is a person responsible for casting, but the director gets the final say. And, who, and the director it, tells them what to do. Like, come on, that's man. His, that's, yeah. It was it was bad. Like, and on top of that, like the actors picked. I'm not like I'm not knocking the actors themselves, but their accents were not good because they were just so different. Like, they were so different, and it didn't go well at all. And his direction, like you were saying, Tex, didn't help that. Yeah, um, because he made... you had Guy Garcia Bernal, you know, with the Spanish accent, and then his wife had a very, had a very like German European kind of thing and, going on. You know, and that's the thing, like accents, accents are fine. Yes, but like you know, you need a director who can, you know make that fluid yes you know, because like, people can meet and have different accents and be just fine but like as tex like said earlier it's the his direction the way he made them interact the way he decided to just finalize stuff on uh, like on the script yeah, the dialogue like, part of it you know he like sucked the life out of oh my god it. dude and, like, and, it's so yeah like, and it's we so know these people are good actors we said that before on the podcast i'm like yeah like we saw their their resume and, like oh no these people have decent resumes <laughs> and now now Dave Batista and Jonathan Groff are stuck in that. You know, it's like these those two guys are like great actors. Yeah. You know? So it's yeah, like I know. is Olaf, M. Night going to make the Yeah, <laughs> is I, I he really going to make Olaf the same thing happen though? Um <laughs> Yeah, like is are they good like are they gonna have to say terrible sounding lies? Because you know, so. I'm really Tex, I'm really scared for Batista because because he's right there, right? He's like right on the edge of like yeah, like he he needs that one learning, yeah. right? And, yes, and if he's like, oh yes. my god, I'm working with M Night. If he gets super excited, I'm afraid it's it's gonna be a little bit too WWF, um, right? Back in the day, yeah, when when the F was still in it. Because even in the trailer, it looked a little bit like hmm, Dave, kind of leaning into it a little bit. But maybe again. We don't know where they're going with this, but I'm scared, Tex. Going into yeah. any Ebnot movie, I'm just like, <laughs> you I'm know going what? in with the lowest expectations, you know, just so I can be surprised. To be and it's you. fair, because that's yeah. what he's done. Like, that's what he's done to us, you know? So at least, uh, at least the final coming attraction already looks a little bit better. Uh, we've talked about Hellraiser before, the Hellraiser reboot coming to Hulu in October. So, like, when you hear this, it'll be, like, a week after, you know, after we release this episode that it comes out. And, like, I'm down. This full, like, this trailer came out at just the right time. It showed us basically what, what we wanted to see, Sanobites, yeah, you know? Um, and yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm excited. Um, also because it's it's a movie. You know, it's not a show. Yeah. You know, like, it, like <laughs> I like it like this. It's like, give, let's just give me 90 to 100 minutes to just absorb this new kind of, you know, um, adaptation. Don't get into a show. Because I remember there was um, uh, rumors of a Clive Barker show for Hellraiser. And I think that was just kind of stumped out recently, honestly, because of this movie coming out. So I'm, I hope, I'm, yeah. I'm glad the movie um, uh, is uh, is decent. A uh, Barker is attached as well. Um, so that's also cool. So I guess he was like, you know what? I'll go for the movie instead of the actual kind of show. It, and listen, a show is harder. Look, so it's looking great. Like, honestly, we have it this, is. Yeah. There are 
a handful of obvious changes to it. Uh, one, for instance, is the actual lament configuration is no longer cube, but like an actual kind of like extended kind of like a, a configuration, cube, right? right? Like a configuration, yeah, like a, legit. A, a and um, yeah. and it needs blood. It looks like to to kind of turn on. It, it, it's no longer a you solve it and it opens up. It's uh you solve it. It kind of stabs you somewhere and then and then let's let the let the party begin, right? So yeah, I'm excited about it. The Cenobites look cool. I can't wait to actually see them all fleshed out in a big screen, uh, especially our new Pinhead. They took the the version of the actual story that Clive Barker took that had a more feminine figure to it. But as we've spoken before on this podcast, you know, demon shit, it's like this is all good to go, you know? Yeah, it's like it's they're all like non-binary. Yeah, all, it's all, because they're somehow- all... Yeah, they're, they're it's all somehow it's you know. Yeah, it's, all it's, it's somehow all the genders <laughs> and none of the genders. Yes, right? so exactly. It's like, they're it's, all kind of things that just kind yeah. of were created in this space. They're so. hell entities. Like, yes. it, and and in terms of like being entities from hell, like we already like get a good look at that, right? So it's like I'm curious to see how it all plays out. You know, it's got a good vibe. It's got a good thing, and like. I'm hoping it's like a 90 minute in and out. Yeah, and we, um, we see a couple of deaths. I got a good then, like you know, late 90s horror vibe to it, like um, yeah, like a 13 Ghosts kind of vibe. You know, right. like you know, like in that kind of same uh, creative space. I am hoping it doesn't go the way of the Hellraiser sequels past two because those were not good. It was more those were just made to kind of let's showcase what craziness we can show on right. screen kind of things. You know, so I am gonna refresh myself uh, before the show starts and read the story again and I mean, um and see and even, exactly what's up and even then like the original hellraiser isn't so hot either go listen to that episode yeah go listen we, to that we de- we definitely broke it down and and just figured out that uh that's a very um it's a a moment kind of movie you know that it right. has its moments that that linger in your brain because of the visuals specifically not because of the story the story is absolute garbage but, um, it's garbage. It's yeah. hot garbage. Um, but this one looks to be not that kind of story um, in terms of following, you know, the original, you know, the actual movie. It looks to follow the actual maybe the cube itself along the way because we, we see two people kind of messing around with it. Which is them, which yeah. is the right move yeah. because, like yeah. we said in the original, um, if you listen to that episode, one of the big complaints we had was that like we remember the Cenobites so well, but in terms of the movie, they're only in it for like fifteen of it like a really small amount yeah so as long as the new movie does that but also avoids the pitfalls right like you were saying of the going too far with it yeah like, be- beco- like yeah. becoming like a meaningless gore fest torture yeah fest because kind of thing, like right? like if you guys have seen bloodline before i think that's part four or whatever or part three or something like that it's it's uh it's uh it goes back into the creation of the lament configuration and the bloodline mm-hmm. of the people who created it and that gets a little bit kind of crazy so i am hoping hoping they focus the story and kind of you know make it digestible because the content itself along with the visuals can get very undigestible um if it's not executed properly so um let's see what happens crossing my fingers text crossing yeah it's same thing it, same thing with knock at the cabin right like just we're just crossing our fingers i have to see more it. faith in hellraiser than i do than in, not- <laughs> in knock at the cabin that being said right. my expectations like i'm just 
going into it with uh, you know a free mind because I know I've seen the other Hellraisers, so it, anything it's probably going to be a little bit better than what we've gotten recently. So right, yeah. right, yeah. But um, that being said, folks, um, we have another double feature for you. Uh, just surprisingly, uh, yeah, yeah, we snuck that one in for you just uh, <laughs> right before spooky season shows up, and we do more double features, I guess. <laughs> I know, right? Like we we go from the double feature summer. Say last time, say last episode that we've like, oh, we finished the double feature summer only to go into double yeah. feature fall. Listen, right? this, like it's just getting, <laughs> listen this is only a win win for everybody involved because that means we get content, whether it's good or bad. Right. I don't know. But uh, you know what, Tex? Let's start the feature presentation with the bad one. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's that get, being let's said, get the rough uh, one don't out of the way. worry, darling. I quickly um, can summarize this by saying the juice is not worth the squeeze. You know what I mean? Ooh, um, okay. All the drama behind, yeah. <laughs> all the drama behind all this, like all the hoopla behind the scenes stuff with Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh and Harry Styles and Shia LaBeouf and all this stuff. Like, like, okay, cool. Like, if that led to an actual good movie, it would have been something. But this is not it. Unfortunately, Tex. Uh, no, actually, you say fortunately, Tex. Yeah, no, you, I didn't get a you chance know, to see you this. You didn't have yeah. the privilege of watching this thing. Um, <laughs> you actually decided to um, watch Barbarian. We're gonna. T- Talk about that real quick um, okay, right after okay. this. Uh, but yeah, so don't worry, darling, pretty much. Um, it's like I told Tex, it's um, it's an amalgamation of like different kind of uh, sci-fi ideas. You get like a Matrix-y kind of, uh, a Matrix meets um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind meets Stepford Wives kind of thing. But the whole gist of it all pretty much is it's the whole place is a VR world. So the, the oh, year- Oh, yeah, spoilers yeah. for yeah, Don't spoilers. Worry, Darling, I guess. The yeah, spoilers yeah. alert. Um, but, but apparently, but yeah. like, it's it's not worth it. It's even, not worth so, it. Yeah, okay. it, like, especially like, for for our for our buddies here. Yeah, it's to it's this, not right? worth yeah. it for everything you you actually have to go through because the, okay. the movie itself, okay. the pacing of it is like, uh, you know, it's very blah. It's very long. It's a slog of a movie, to be honest with you. But like I said before, the whole thing is is a VR world. So the the year they're in and everything is all fake. It's all like uh like a pretty much a a virtual world made by this um Chris Pine character. In, in real life time, right? In the current timeline, real life. Um, okay. To pretty much um, make people happy. Like, oh, you want to have a life you deserve to live and all that stuff, right? Yeah, it's um, it does a very poor job of executing a bunch of, like, a bunch of the actual ideas that it kind of steals from. You know what I mean? So, mm, according to okay. a tweet I read, Olivia Wilde, who's the director and also an actress in there, she states that uh, her main influences for this movie were um, the Truman Show. And um, and I forget which one else. But it was like, okay, cool, but you didn't really finish anything. Like, she just kind of grabbed... I like this idea, I like that, I like this, I like this. But then she couldn't really weave them together. And what we get is a really kind of sad excuse of a of a Johnny Mnemonic kind of contraption, right? Kind of thing where it puts you in a VR world and then you think you're living this life. And it's primarily promoted and pushed towards men who want to give their wife like a good life or something oh, okay so it's like so that's where the stepford wife jace comes in yeah right? so. yeah so so they claim that you know happiness really is going to be you know a woman pretty much cooking and cleaning for her man and uh, serving him when he gets home okay yeah you know it's, so it's, I, I get what you're saying like the the core idea sounds like it could be something the like core the, idea the scumbag dudes are usually a yes, good like that's the thing like thriller like, thing right that like a is, good 
Yes, exactly. Like you get a bunch of like, for instance, Harry Styles character, right? The whole thing behind it in in the real life world, right? He lost his job and she's a doctor. So they're struggling because, you know, he has no money anymore. He's been unemployed for a while. So he's been kind of brainwashed by this cult thing on YouTube, which is this victory project, right? Which mm, is if you agree okay. to it, you and your partner will be kind of in this trance, in this virtual reality world. They put like your eyes open, like, you know, a clockwork orange style and this VR thing happens um, and you're in that world, you know, and that's where you live. And then the whole twist of it all on top of that as well is when the men go to work, it's really the men kind of disconnecting and going back to the real world, which is like, uh, come on, man. Like, it's unfortunate because you wait all that long to get to that and you're like, okay, cool. I'm not totally happy with the core idea itself, but it's something, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. and they... They chose to not really flesh that part out. So the movie pretty much ends. She finds out the truth, right? And she has to disconnect in order to, like, not die, right? Because they're they're out to get her now because they know she knows the truth because she ends up killing Harry Styles' character in the movie, right? So um, she has to, like... disconnect in order to kind of get out of that world before they kill her in there it's like a matrix thing this is when (laughs) this is the matrix part of it yeah okay so uh that kicks in and a bunch of action happens you get these like um these agent kind of people and like like and and red overalls um it's like a tech support like you know what i mean like you know you know what vanilla sky adjacent too honestly you know yeah it's like that Um, that sounds familiar yeah Yeah, tech support yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um uh, but yeah dude it's um like you get all this cool you get down to what she really wanted to tell in the last 30 minutes of the movie and by then she's done telling the story because when she really gets into it and, and you want to know what happens afterwards because um there's a point you you find out where you get a look at how florence Pugh's character actually is it's Pretty much she was kind of – she's tied up to her bed, bro. Even if she gets out of this world, she's tied up to her bed because her husband um, or boyfriend who is now dead is also dead in the real world. So they it was – they could have um, done a lot more with what they wanted to. It was – it definitely like fell flat of all expectations. Florence yeah, it Pugh. It sounds like it. Yeah, Fl- Florence Pugh, of course, is awesome. She's great. Um, I was uh, telling Tex off air that she's like, uh, she reminds me of Tony Collette um, simply because her facial expressions are just kind of gold. She can go from happy to sad in the matter of like seconds on screen, like in, in one shot. And it's just, you know, it works. So she helps carry the load pretty much, the entire load. Because Harry Styles, ladies, you guys are listening, he sucks. This guy's terrible, dude. Yeah, terrible, I don't know. Terrible, I don't know terrible. how he started like an acting career. It's definitely one of those like I don't know how he got a know, Marvel role, dude. It's because he's you know it's definitely because he's a musician or whatever. He like it has a lot of play, you know. And in terms of like being on a marquee, I guess it makes sense. But like, but I yeah. mean, dude, it, it actually like I was telling you in theater, the theater was packed. You had all these Harry Style fans in theaters, and every time yeah, he came on so, screen, it was a thing. And then it was hilarious when it, it all came crashing down it was supposed to be his big like emotional moment where he kind of betrays his wife to tech support right and mm-hmm. um and he's he, he's crying or what you can call crying and then you know olivia wilde you know his boo she was like let me shine a light on him <laughs> and she yo she focuses this shot on this man for so long that his fans were just giggling because it was just like funny 
it became wow. funny after a point. And I'm like, Oof. if she would have just shot it real quick of him just kind of, you know, crying just real quick and shot away, it would have worked. Because at first you're like, okay, whatever. He was just really upset. But then it just became like this annoying, like, whine cry, which you're like, all right, dude. All right. Oh, <laughs> it was so man. long. But again, that's um, going back to Live the Wild. She makes a lot of decisions here um, in the movie that are just not good. Um, the pacing is off. It's, it feels really long. There's a lot of um, editing that I feel this thing could have gone through to be at least a good maybe you know 15 to 20 minutes shorter than what it is. There's a lot of fluff in this movie, a lot of just kind of stuff just to kind of show that she can you know do a good job directing and you know. Yeah, it's there. You you have skills and stuff, but it's wild. You have to kind of focus. You know, she kind of goes right. on a lot of tangents, and this is what I read um, as well on reviews that uh, it's it's very muddled, and I I wholeheartedly agree because of all the ideas. You know, because of her Truman Show idea and whatever else she, she got uh, um, influenced by. Um, it uh, it's muddled. You know, and she doesn't fully complete one idea before going into another, you know? So that's pretty much the whole downfall of this movie. She tries too much and it just falls flat because of it. Harry Styles honestly was a detriment to the whole thing because I feel that role in particular. It reminds me of um, a perfect example, actually, of a recent review we had. It reminds me of the husband role in Watcher, right? Where he, Mm. you know, Mm. where he is in line with his wife for a while, you know, Um, where he has to display that kind of emotional connection to her but it's it's few and far between so it's pew has to do a lot of the heavy lifting in here olivia wilde's character i have to admit is actually um the only other supporting piece that actually helps the movie she's the other only um character who knows about the actual victory program and the virtual reality world which she picked herself because her kids in real life you know um have passed away so, so she picked uh, this virtual world where she lives where her kids are alive and stuff and she's a housewife and all this stuff so yeah so Tex, uh yeah don't watch this one stay away from it yeah it was like it sounds like a stay away from it's it a big, big stay time. away from I mean, it um, especially with like all the spoilers and stuff like it, it just it doesn't sound very interesting at all Either. It's not. Like, it really isn't. There's there's nothing really original about it. I get also vibes of Suspiria as well involved into it. Like mm, it's just mm-hmm. she got a lot of vibe influences from a lot of places, and you can really tell. And yeah, it's unfortunate because there could have been a decent kind of six in there. You know, a six, maybe a seven story there, depending on how the execution of supporting cast would have been. Mm-hmm. Um, because it it is. Is something that you can talk about in terms of uh, the social commentary. You know what I mean, like the role of the right. man and yeah, the woman, like, in, you know, like in the world. So usually, usually make for good thrillers. Yeah. yeah. So when you find out about the dirtbaggery of these men, you know what I mean, because you find out these all these women are pretty much trapped in this VR world, right? And mm-hmm. you're like, okay, cool. Let's let's get going now, right? Let's fucking let's fucking kick some ass now, you know? Um, yeah, that's usually in the point of like one of these movies where they start rebelling. And then there's yes. like a, a satisfying yes. like but then also maybe, maybe violent part where yes, they like you yes. know, take down the the you know the the yeah, leader or whatever yeah, exactly. You know? But then also that also falls a little short because you don't know Florence Pugh's transition from her to kind of because like what happens to her um, is like she's her her real life memory is kind of melding with the a virtual reality, but you don't get why that starts happening, which is also an interesting thing that that, that they could have really deep dive into because. They had this virtual reality concept. They could have for sure gone into it with the technology of it all and the, 
and the politicking of it all and how that, that got even made and and how the whole process of picking people and how they actually get their spouses or their boyfriends or wives or whoever like strapped into this bed pretty much for life, you know? So there mm-hmm. was something there. That's why it's such a shame that like when you really discover what she tried to tell, what her real original goal was, the movie's over, dude. Like it's done. Like it's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It really is. Um, the end, um, yeah, it really sucks too because like the ending part when Pew is like running away from these guys, it's a really cool action scene and action sequence that kind of leaves you like empty because a movie just ends, you know, when you really want to mm. find out what's going on, you know. Mm. Um, but that being said, folks, going from something that's written completely in shambles and incomplete to something that's com- written completely with thought and structure and just like well thought out piece of like docu-series filmmaking it's a uh, netflix's Dahmer, right yeah what is it called monster, exactly it's the making yeah, monster, it's monster right? no it's monster the jeff uh, the jeffrey Dahmer story so b- setting the stage a little bit here uh this is actually my area of expertise you know because tv, mm-hmm. TV right but but specifically yeah, specifically the people who've made it. So Ryan Murphy and Ian Brennan, they've done the, they have done the, you know, the American crime stories, the American horror stories. They've done, um, they've done Glee, Nip mm-hmm. Tuck. Like, it, it, so these big, like, they, they've had a lot of practice of, like, taking these characters and, like, presenting them in this way, especially with, like, American Crime Story, which uh, season two was like Versace about the guy who like ended up killing, uh, Mm. you know, what's his name? Versace. Versace. And like, and so Jeffrey Dahmer is their first like portrait of like a a serial killer in this sense. Mm. So, so that, so that is why when we're getting into the review here, that's why you see such like a big world surrounding like surrounding Dahmer and that's why you get so many like uh, if you've seen any of their other productions like even like Pose and the likes of stuff like that there there are actors who appear in like this thing where I'm like oh I've seen you in this other show Ryan Murphy's done I've seen you in this other thing Ryan Murphy's done so it's like yeah so and especially show. and and Evan Peters you know yeah. you've got Evan Peters and that's you know Evan Peters is a, is a mainstay with them so like yeah so it's that's like why he's here. Johnny so, Depp and Tim Burton you know yes <laughs> Yes. So, you know, so diving into this, Arturo, I think, right, and before we even, it's it's tough because you say spoilers, but kind of is, right? There are spoilers in terms of how the show plays out, regardless of whether or not you know, like, yeah, Dom- yeah. Dom- regardless story of if you whole. know the story or not. Like, me, myself, I'm a fan of true crime and all that stuff, so mm-hmm. I am, I'm, I'm well aware of the story of Dahmer, and, um, uh, you know, I wanted more insight and wanted to know more of the world and all that stuff. And what I got was way more than I expected, to be honest with you. Um, uh, because what you hear really when it comes to true crime is just, you know, the incidents, you know, the kills and, the, you know, the body count and all that stuff. And, and the breakdown of this kind of, you know, of this, um, of, of this monster and stuff. Uh, th- th- what this one did really well was focus on everything on the monster and everything around, you know, I'm gonna call him an it because he's a, just I don't know how a human can right. do that stuff. Right, and but, yeah, and that's and that's the thing. Like when when giving it pay for it, wait for it, or stay away from it kind of score. You know, before even getting into it, it's it's tough to. I, I would say, you know, it pay for it in terms of Netflix terms. I'd say check it out. You know, when you finally get Netflix, it should be like one of those things you check out. And it's also tough because it's got a lot of shit in it. 
You know, yeah. it's got a lot of stuff in it. It's a it's, it's a beefy show, like I told you, Tex. It's it's yeah. it's super deep. Um, yeah. I myself gave it a nine out of ten because of just in terms of the corpse feet score it's just it checks off a lot of boxes the production of it is just the structure of the show like i was saying and how it just weaves in and out of stuff back and forth from the shows it was just super well done and like that could have gotten very messy you know what i mean because right. it, there, there's a lot of there's a lot going on and they do a good job of kind of just sh- um kind of showing you what's needed and going on to the next thing without kind of overloading you on stuff. But then they always find a way to bring it back in some way without like they bring it back. And then like, it's, it's just well done in terms of the, yeah. the structure of going back and forth from certain times and time, because it's, it, yes. it, it, it jumps from present to back and then it follows different people in these timelines as well. And then it goes back and forth and it's like a, it's an awesome web they weaved mm-hmm. with that one. Right. It, it, it dramatizes the right things. Like, um, you know, it, in terms of, you know, it's in terms of like true to life stuff. Yes. It, it's hard to tell how much of this is, you know, the, the true quote unquote true thing of, of what happened we'll never compared really to like, yeah. yeah, compared to like how, you know, how it's presented. But it, it feels it feels fair. Yes. Like it feels, Great. and you know, and in it. some ways, it also feels fair to Dahmer as yes. much as like you know, as much as it, as much as he's this monster, he's not inherently. Hmm, it, this is that's what I'm saying. It's, this is tough to say because it, it's not like he's glorified, but he's yes. also not like completely demonized either. Like there's there's a a complicated thing there that the show yeah, is trying yeah, to convey. He's not right? glorified. Like, um, he's not glorified. He's not. As you mentioned, he's not entirely demonized because of his relationships with his father and um, and certain things that you see in in, in the in the web they weaved going to his past and his mother right. and all this stuff. So you see that there are things that affected him. I mean, his mom was taking a cocktail of medications while he was in the womb and stuff that could have right. led to certain things. And and this is uh, um, like why it's it's such a well done show because as you mentioned, it doesn't demonize him fully, but it doesn't humble him either. You know what I mean? Um, right. Uh, it, it doesn't it, pretend. It, right. It, it doesn't not, pretend not- that this guy didn't do anything. He. It, clearly shows he's a fucking monster um and then it also elevates the victims to a point where like you're in you're invested in these lives that were taken and like this is why you last the entire show with these characters because you're like damn i want to see how it all played out at the end you know right and and that's you know and getting into the spoiler part of it like that's we said like even even if you know you know the beats of what happened and like you you might be like fully versed to jeffrey Dahmer by now i'm not i got it confused with ted bundy for a minute like uh <laughs> we've, se- we've seen so many bundy stories and yes. movies and stuff like that like uh, i thought i thought this was just another one of those and it was like, oh wait no this is a completely different kind of guy yeah and then on top of that too you get the comparison with gacy in there oh dude to make and that, that you know, so and that further complicates the whole demonizing thing too. That was it's like, no, yeah. this guy's clearly different from the the one we've been following. Yeah. So like, so getting into the spoiler parts of it, it's it's in like it, it's in the way, like you said, it's in the way it presents this world around Jeffrey Dahmer. It makes it, it sets up his universe, and like not only that, it sets up the universe to show like the fans, like to, or the fans, like to show us watching that like. This is why someone was able to get away with this for so long. Oh, my God. Despite having so many close calls, so many mistakes, being sloppy. Because he yeah. was just... 
Yeah. Just following his instincts. Very rather much so. Than, rather than like being this cold, calculated kind of machine. Yeah, he was in some ways, but he was also like very held to like not meticulous. Like he was just kind of really going with it, doing what he wanted when he wanted to. And like part of that is when we get like it's the Ryan Murphy production thing of like getting these very long and lingering lingering shots and like getting these like very uncomfortable moments in between like you know when he's discovering himself and he's discovering his attachment to you know viscera and like he it, all those scenes are like very like you spend yeah, a lot of time guts. in those yeah 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 it's and uh and then they do a good job with the kills they don't get into into a lot of them very like blatantly like explicitly you know what i mean like right like they obviously show they show certain details of the kill it's not always the entire kill you like you're not there just kind of you know seeing this happen throughout until you get to his own death right um, right. At the end, yes. in the, you know, in the prison, which I thought was kind of, uh, you know, poetic. We saw that entire fucking death with him. It, it goes back to the whole web weaving thing that they show the kills in a way where you get little bits and pieces of the actual horror throughout the show. So it they don't overload you with all this just violence and they kind of sprinkle the whole thing like for example with Conorak right and the drill mm-hmm. um, and the acid in his head they don't get to that I know that story and I was curious to see how they would you know ex- execute that and I think it was super well done because they don't have to show him drilling into the skull or pouring the acid into the hole he just made you know you kind of know what happens piece on what they shot and what the the officers told right so I, I think it was really awesome how they kind of executed all that stuff without yeah, just it's like kind of throwing all this gore on you because if you you know uh, you if you guys watch this you know this guy is just an absolute monster and this could have gotten yeah he's way he's out of some, hand visually he's doing some wild stuff yeah, yeah and like and we only find out about it through, like you said, through news reports and stuff like that. The the extent of what he does to these bodies, you know, we we see some of it, but like it's very like, and that's part of the whole thing. That's part of what we were talking about of the the glorifying it. There's no glorifying these kills, and in fact, it does the it does the extra effort to highlight the victims. Yes, because he's as the show will like. I, I feel like that's kind of like maybe the central aim of the show mm-hmm. in terms of like. I agree. You know, because because you know the the show goes on for like two episodes after Dahmer died, so it, it's kind of like that. The whole aim of it is to highlight how much he messed up everybody else's mm-hmm. lives just by you know, and so we get these extended looks at each of the victims. We get these extended looks at their families and how they're how they're still living years after yeah. the deaths. Yeah, you know? that, and that like, it's not just collateral damage. You know what I mean? That like yes, that this one person like just affected so many lives by all the just by just being alive you know yeah and um and and by being alive we also get a lot of in uh, a lot of inflection with his father right who who i think um the actor he does a great job and we get this really crazy look out of at a father who's just like he doesn't understand but he's trying to you know what i mean like yeah he he is like it's you don't see it a lot and that's why this was different too because you saw him like in you saw just the father just going through this stuff and not like understanding if it was his fault. He was, he was blaming his wife for a lot of it. But then at the end of everything, he's like, you know what? Like 
I, I have to blame myself for it even more. Like, cause you know, it's just a lot of inflection as a father. And then there's um, and one of the last episodes where he's just blaming himself. Like me as a father, like I was like, whoa, like he's just, he, he just took it upon himself to be like, listen, like it was, he, he thought long and hard and was like, it was all me, man. Like this is when yeah, the he, whole, he thinks non- back to all the, all yeah. the signs, right. Of like, yes. he, it shows that montage of like every little moment. Yes. That and this goes back to, to your non, yeah. uh, non demonization of, um, of Dahmer. Right. Um, right. and, um, exactly why this, this, show was super well done because of scenes like that where he goes back and he's like listen like i didn't teach you how to pick up roadkill and do all this stuff i might have you know like i might have had you might have had a chance you know what i mean like i don't know what's going on in your brain kind of thing but i for sure didn't help fucking matters by yeah, showing and, you how to pick up roadkill and shit dude. and so and so that's the interesting like thesis yeah. of like the show it, it's not like it, it's not really like like we said. It's not fully condemning him. Like that's the thing. Like well, no, condemning is the wrong word because it does. It does. It does. Yes, one hundred percent. It does. does make sure to say no. He does these awful yeah. things, but it's it's also not like you know, it, it it's not fully monsterizing him. Despite yeah, the fact there's that there's an the equation shows, behind him, right? Yes. Like, yes. There's like there's you can see that there are they forces that work. Yes, yes. Exactly. There are forces that um at work behind it. Um. That like you know, a tribute to all this. It's like, yes, he's a fucking monster, but he also didn't have a chance, man. If you see how he was raised, like, didn't have a chance, dude. Like, his dad was gone. Like, it, it, he didn't have a chance. Yeah, and a lot there of these were all dudes, these, like, mental like, issues that were undiagnosed in that time, and it's dude, like, who all, knows? all the alcohol usage at, at such yes. an early age as well. Yes. Um, like, he just didn't have a chance. He was... Things lead to that, like, and it was, I'm not saying, like, again, like, we're just basing this off the show and everything, right? Like, uh, Oh, yeah, no, this is far removed from, like, the actual story. Yeah, exactly, thing, so like, like, he, it's it's not like he, he began those things when he was, you know, j- j- just a teenager. So his dad leaving when he was in his senior year of high school didn't help matters, but also, if you go back to when he was just a little boy and the fighting and seeing his mom pretty much OD um, and all this stuff, like, that's that shit adds up, man. And uh, like you said, this does a good job of, of showing you the compounding damage that this guy has taken throughout his life to get to where he is. And the amount of incompetence that, that happened in order to prevent this man from doing what he did and as then, well yeah you know and then that's also the other thing too yeah. like while it condemns his stuff but it also condemns like the faulty systems in place yes the, oh my know, goodness of uh, that dude, time was... of the whole like him getting away from basically from the you know the sexual misconduct charge that he had the uh the you know the fact that they didn't take that other they didn't take the the other one seriously. They you know they ignored Glenda the whole time. My goodness, and that like and that was a good perspective too. Seeing the whole Glenda's part of it. Yes, seeing that like you know, this person really did fully experience him like right next door and like and that was a good that was also a smart way of like getting through the gruesome nature mm-hmm. of like what he was doing Yo, without necessarily showing it because you yes. got the bo- you got the buzzsaw you got the the gross sounds yeah you got the you got, bone like, shattering sounds a squelching yeah. of stuff yeah. you know so yeah. um absolutely that's a great point that is a great way to kind of also mask the violence that was there by by still not really masking it completely but just not visually over loading you because they do show some violent stuff but they pick and choose 
I think wisely what they want to show you, you know, again, not to not really overload you. I keep saying that because it's a series. So if you get hit all the time with this violence and this gore, you're going to be like, yo, I'm going to tap out real quick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like, ding, yeah, ding, man. Exactly. Like, I, I need a break. Um, and that's yeah. it's also not the point of the show, as we've exactly. said, like, as we said throughout this review so far, that like the point of the show is really just examining it as as like a point in time. And that's that's what these Ryan Murphy shows have been so good at. You know, uh, whatever team he always gets is usually has head writer Ian Brennan is like part of all of them. But like what you get through like American Crime Story and all that stuff are these portrait. It is a portrait. It's it's the portrait of them, but also everything around them at the time. Like mm -hmm. it's it's a little it's a little bite of society at that yeah. time. It's yeah. trying to you know you know like the for example like the the cops who ignored Glenda and you know who, <sighs> yeah. who allowed the boy to go back to you know Jeffrey Dahmer to be killed. Like the fact that they you know we get the whole side plot of them you know them getting reprimanded but not really them getting promoted at the end of the series that we you like know zip. Yeah, I'm zip like on that real quick, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, like that's you know, unfortunately, it does hit too hard, like too close to home now. But but that's that's all part of the the yeah. overall grand picture of this. Exactly. Is that like? Yep. Is that that point in time that society allowed this being? That's to part be of the package, created. right? Yeah. Yes. Like Tex was saying, like um, it, it's a world building show, right? So um, it's yes. uh, yes. along. They already know. You know, Dom. That's why you're watching, right? They want to show you what you don't know a lot about, like what you haven't seen, what was, what else was going yes. on at the time. Great, you know what I mean? Great point. Like yes. everyone knows we're all watching because, of course, we've heard of Dahmer. You know what I mean? But what was going on with Glenda? Like that story, like, like you said, that's fascinating to know. Like, yo, she. It's fascinating to know that there was a, somebody there hearing this. You know, while it was going down, just like and and her and and her perspective of just being, you know, pretty much having PTSD and her experiencing that stuff at, you know, like in her, I'm at her workplace. Like it's just a different perspective you don't see and then you get the, the whole Jesse Jackson aspect and how the city treated the, um everything and with the new police commissioner and it's just like I said um I said it in my review it's an all-encompassing show. Um it it kind of it it gives you the stuff you want with Dahmer 100% and I think it's very successful with that but it also builds everything around him that is needed to to really understand why this guy was a monster and i think uh, focusing on the victims and the way they did like legit focusing on the victims we get a whole episode with tony man where he was uh this deaf victim of Dahmer's that was just kind of like this crazy amazing soul of a person and we get to see that you don't really get to see that in a lot of these documentaries it's all about what happened to tony not who was tony you know yeah um and this is why i think this show is super digestible um it's uh it's a great watch i i binged it it, it is deep it is heavy but i yeah. like i said i'm a true crime person so like knowing already <laughs> what was what was you know i what mean the deal look, was. We've, we've sat through mind hunter already right oh so, my god yeah my, my hunter so, i want you back so, mind hunter season three baby like, and so that that ultimately comes back to the the conversation about pay for it wait for it or stay away from it it's like i definitely think people like the buddies especially the buddies who listen to our show mm -hmm. every week or watch the show thank you for watching uh i i think you you'd really get a kick out of it take your time don't don't rush it like we did we we kind of blasted through it because we were like oh we should we should definitely talk about this at the board like after after we watched a couple episodes right we were like oh yeah we should definitely make this a conversation yeah um, review. like uh i was 
I was going to blast through it just because I'm like, okay, cool. Evan Peters, Dombers, let me see what's up. So, and uh, I was like, yo, like text, I'm already in like episode seven or something. He was like, damn, really? And so yeah, he yeah. was like, okay, if you've got that far in one day, it must have yeah. something behind it that's, you know, solid. So it is that kind of show. You don't have to binge it in a day and a half. Um, you, you can legit take, just yeah. kind of spread it all out. You can watch, yeah, watch the, watch the baking show. You in can between, spread it out all know? through October. You know what I mean? Like watch yeah. a couple episodes yeah. every week because it does yeah. get very heavy. And it does get very emotional, and they do a good job of making sure we we feel with every victim, man, um, and yeah. the families and all that stuff. Yeah, so. we we never, you know, and that's the clarifying point. You never feel for Dahmer, never. But you, but you understand the bigger picture, and that is the thing. Like, and I think ultimately, in terms of what the show was trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. I think it does that. Like, we we understand the bigger picture around him. Yeah, you know, and like I I think. It succeeds. It's never once like saying that he's not a monster. Thank God. It's no, never once no, trying to like. No, not even close. And not when it gives close. us these, when it gives us these sympathetic looks into him, it's never like a oh, you know, maybe we should shouldn't have like blamed him so hard. It's or, like no, like it reminds as, as you a, no, like he's it, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like yeah, as a human being, you do feel like just sad for him and sorry for him. Like damn, dude, you didn't have a fucking chance my yeah you're like you, you, know I mean? you really got messed Jeez, up but yeah. you are a piece of shit you know what i mean like, yeah. <laughs> and that's know? the thing yes, yes. um and, exactly and, and just to wrap this up real quick evan peters um i i haven't watched um you know uh renner in his incarnation of Dahmer, but you know evan peters as Dahmer is it's chilling it's very like he's 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 a shape you know so, so i was <laughs> he is right and that's the thing like they they really made sure to get the visuals down in terms of like how he looks and like like the you know the when we get the blurry thing yeah when we get the blurry looks at him yes. or when we get the moments where we stare at his eyes it's real horror monster kind of thing you yeah know? especially with the palpatine contacts that he had in the yeah. episode right man yes and and so you know and so the the thing with evan peters too it's just like uh I, I I was personally distracted. This is a problem no one else but me will have. There's this show on Adult Swim called uh <laughs> So it's this guy with Joe Para and he's like a very like he has a very like monotone level voice. <laughs> and so and so every time Evan Peters was talking like Jeffrey Dahmer. You thought of the all, show? All I could think about was Joe Perra. So like, that's funny. Yeah, he. So it was. It was a little like. It was a little funny. You know, just a little thing. <laughs> it's a problem no one else will ever have ever. But like, it was just a funny thing. Yeah. And like, but that's but like hilarious. you said. But like you said, that makes him a good horror figure. Yeah, you know? and, and then like, just uh, a display of his acting chops was in that moment in prison. When he realized he was about to get the fucking shit beat out of him, oh, yeah, that look yeah. on his face, like that's when you know you have an actor. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Dahmer aside and all that stuff, Evan Peters, like that whole scene, that whole sequence. At like, I was tense for him because I'm like, yo, like especially when the guard left, he knew, he knew. I'm yeah. like, and listen, I've watched Oz, my man. All right, I am very aware of the prison system. When that happens, uh oh, and I was like. Dahmer, get ready, man. And dude, damn, him watching him throughout that whole sequence, you're just like, dude, he did a great job. They did a good job of picking this guy. He knew um, his role. He knew, he knew what he had to do. He knew exactly he, he what he knew had to do. What he had to do. He knew what yeah. he had to do, 1000%. And he did it. I think he purposely accomplished it in a way that, you know, he himself 
was like, how can I make this guy like not like one? You know what I mean? Because yeah, could, like, very true. Because he very was, true. you know, because even looking at him, he was like, oh, it's like dirty, kind of slimy looking. Yeah, it was. You know I mean? It was a very like very intentional kind of performance. Yeah, right? like, yeah. So like you know, yeah. he he knew he was like, yo, I'm playing a monster. Let me let me portray a monster, and and that's I think what he did best was kind of. You know, you can put him up there with the shape, you know, and with all these other fuckers up there, you know. Um, he did a great job, and for that, folks, I they think even, it's worth a watch. They even did some. They even did some shape stuff. Yes, know, they like, did. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, right through the Boogeyman episode. Yes, so, you know, that's, go, go, that's why it's called go the Boogeyman, right? Yeah, you know what? Go check it out. Good stuff, you know? man. Yeah, Good yeah. stuff. And folks, yeah, <laughs> go check out Dahmer. You have all October to watch it. It's good. It's a good, uh, you know, background noise for uh, for spooky season. Um, right. Avoid. Don't worry, darling. At at all costs. All right, folks. And thanks again for listening to The Morgue. It's been great, man. This is an official Course Feed podcast. And folks, once again, a big sincere thank you to all those who are watching, who all those who've taken time to listen to all these 123 plus episodes we give you guys. We enjoy doing this for you guys. October is going to be great. Um, this is the kickoff to this season. And it's nothing better than just watching Dahmer on Netflix, folks. And yeah. remember... Um, let's give a big shout out to Del Virus for the artwork, a big shout out to Glenn Morawski for the music, a big shout out to all you guys out there for liking, for subscribing, for listening to us every single week. We really appreciate it. Big thank you. And remember, oh, folks. Oh, one one last thing, Arturo. Yes. Go check out Barbarian. I, I just Oh little, yeah, that's right. You yeah, saw yeah, Barbarian. Yeah, what? yeah. So real so quick text. Mini, mini review. Uh go check out Scary World for a full spoiler dive yeah. into Barbarian. Uh it's fine. It's solid. Go check it out of the theater. Go go check it out. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Remember too, the scary world out there. But we are here to walk you through it. <laughs>